Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! Hi, I'm Laszlo. I'm some fast. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Well, I guess that about covers it then. Yep. That's a wrap. Right, see We're out of here? All right. <laughs> uh, anything going on in your life? No, just I know something's bothering Snow King. I noticed that, but he won't, he won't, he won't say what it is. Something happened. I told you guys. It's just anxiety. I just have general anxiety today. That's it. Mm-mm. I swear to God, nothing happened. Okay. Usually when he's anxious about something, it's because of something. Yeah, of course. And he'll tell later, but... Mm-hmm. A lot of times he just says, no, no, it was just... He came yeah. down and sat down next to me. I could tell he wanted to talk about something, but then somebody else came and sat down and he borrowed a cigarette. Oh. No, I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to talk about anything. That's, that's a I sign just wanted that a cigarette. Anxious, I'm just anxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know that he did that. Mm-hmm. That, that. That means things are serious. So what is wrong? Just get. Just tell I'm us. I'm telling you, there's nothing just wrong. get to it. You, you felt there's fine nothing, last night? I didn't sleep great last night. I got, I, when I don't sleep well, I get anxiety. I just have general anxiety today. Are you hungover? Did that cause the no. anxiety? No. Why didn't you sleep well? I don't know. Hmm. I was off my meds for a bit. Picked hmm. them up today. Hmm. How long were you off your meds? Mm, a couple weeks, like two weeks. A couple weeks? Why do you know, do that to yourself? I know. I had to wait. Why did you have to wait? You took them early? I had to get paid. Oh, I thought you took a generic thing. We have health insurance. Isn't I know. Like $5? I know. It's like 5 bucks, isn't it? It's more than that. How mm. much? How much? It was like 60 bucks. $60? Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be that no. much. I would switch medications. I'm pretty sure, I mean, it's been a while since I had to fill my Paxil prescription, but that stuff got real cheap. Now, I know insurance changes every year, like how much it covers and all that, but still, the, the things that I still get prescribed, our insurance covers it to the point of being like, I think one of them is like four and a half dollars. Yeah, I get some stuff for free. I don't think I've gotten anything free yet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's stuff that, like, I got the vaccine for free from the federal government, like everybody did, but I don't think I get anything fully covered. I, there's always at least some sort of copay, but you're taking an antidepressant. I started taking Shantix, and that was free. Oh, really? Because mm-hmm. he's probably because the insurance company. You so just well, he's going to try to quit smoking. Yeah, huh? You just started it? 
Uh, I've had it. I've done it. I think I'm on the ninth day. How are your oh. dreams? I haven't noticed anything. Really? Did you try it once before? Or were you scared yeah. to try it because No, of the, I did it. You did it once before. Okay. And but when, I didn't finish it. And did you end up having any problems that time? No. Okay. Well, I guess not everybody has the... I don't even remember. I remember there used to be that journal that guy had online, like the Shantix journal. Right. Talked about the different things. And didn't he also talk about like waking dreams or did he just talk about weird dreams? I know there's been people who talk about that, but I haven't had any issues. But yeah. I also haven't slowed down smoking that much either. But they say, you know, take the full, they give you a packet and then another pack of pills. So. And they say that they don't give you a timeline. of Six when months. Should- Oh, so it, it might take a while before it starts to reduce the... Yeah, they say, like, hurts. you know, the, really, most people quit after six months of taking these pills. Hmm. I know my friend's dad took it years ago, and he'd smoked for a long time. And one day, I noticed he wouldn't smoke anymore. I asked my friend, like, did your dad quit smoking? He goes, yeah, he took this pill, and it was Shantix. Mm-hmm. He started taking this pill, and it just, he said he, every time he smoked a cigarette, it tasted terrible. It got to the point where the cigarettes just tasted right, awful. Right, that's what it's supposed to do. And, but your cigarettes don't taste awful yet, or any different? They're starting to. Okay. Like, you can tell. Like, I know in my head. Okay. Well, so, that's like, good. I'll get halfway through and I'll be like, ugh. Yeah. But not every time. Okay. Not every time. That's like if you quit when you, you know, quitting is obviously quite difficult. And then when you smell it, it smells good. You see someone smoking, it looks good. But if you quit long enough, then when you have one, you're like, oh, That sucks. This doesn't taste horrible. right. What yeah. the hell? And you're almost mad. Mm-hmm. I literally started smoking again one time because I was mad that cigarettes didn't taste right. Like, this is ridiculous. I'm going to smoke through this now. This all started with just wanting one <laughs> mm-hmm. cigarette, but now I'm going to smoke through this until they start tasting good again. So I've always imagined that that's kind of what Shantix does is give you that I taste of like a first-time smoker, and then that's it. I mean, that's, that's how they advertise it as working, right? That I know they say reduces well, the cravings, but... Well, I think what happens is it blocks the receptors that nicotine hit. Okay. So then, if you're not getting the joy from it, all you get is the taste. It probably never tasted good to you. But your body lied to you. But your body said it gave you the receptors. We're like, man, this is awesome. We love it. That's what your brain told you. Okay. So if they block that receptor and it takes a while to block it from all nicotine, then you'll be like, this just tastes like a cigarette, which isn't good. It's like drugs, you know? And I know not everyone is like this, but if I've got, if the doctor, someone, you know, whomever, gives me a drug and it's a drug that I want or that I need, I don't, the taste doesn't bother me at all. Of course not. Even if it tastes terrible, it doesn't really taste terrible to me. And I, I know, like, I've got, sometimes my mom will have a medication that she's having a hard time taking because it tastes bad. Brooke will be like, I can't. This is so disgusting. But in my mind, if it's medicine, then I'm like, yeah, this is fine. Right. It's fine. Oh, it's, it's, sure. it tastes like peppermint and steel or something. Right. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. And I never have a problem with it. It's the same with, like, even, you know, Kratom before my... Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, I, yeah. I know what it is. I couldn't take it. If it didn't work, mm-hmm. if it didn't do anything, then I'd be like, oof. This Before is... Mitra 9, I could not take Kratom. Just plain Kratom. Well, you know that. Yeah. I didn't do it. Right. Oh, that's right, because we you got the... Like, you guys did it for years. I just sat it out. Like, it's not yeah. that I didn't want to be high. Right. It's not worth it. Like, the high was not worth the taste. Yeah. Oof. But now that we have those go-packs, the high is worth the taste. Yeah. And those actually taste good. I mm-hmm. totally forgot that we used to get those shot things. But even those shots tasted They're bad. Tasted bad. They it were, was pushing it with yeah, me. Yeah, because the Mitra stuff actually tastes good. Yeah. I mean, it just tastes like, yeah. I don't know, like crystal light or something, yeah, in right. my opinion. I guess I haven't had that in a long time. Why don't time, you make me one when we're talking about it? Yeah, I was going to say, do you need one? Snow County needs a bottle of water. Get this man a bottle of water. It's Friday. We're going to get him some Mitra 9. Anyone want a nicotine patch? No. Can I interest you in one of those? No, no nicotine. Just the Mitra. Where? Where are the Mitra 9 packets? Because I, oh. I had gone to the nicotine patch and the vape. Yeah. And I was doing okay, and I went in to see my doctor. He's like, well, I'm going to just give you Shantix, man. He's like, move your date back and just take it. It's going to be easier. 
Yeah, that makes sense because yeah. honestly, you can it's just like we have medicine for it. You can just switch like, your addiction to right. patches and vaping. I mean, right. and it's like, and then you're going to be vaping with patches you and get more blood nicotine. pressure, and like yep. it's just it, just take the pill and see if it works. Yep, my blood pressure has been high for a while, like freaking me out. You know, I just go to the drugstore and use one of those things. Well, it's probably because you like, put a patch on and broken? you're vaping. Yeah, I finally figured out, like, oh, it's right. the amount of nicotine. So yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take, I'm not going to use any nicotine here for a few hours, and then I'll go take it again. And it went back down. I was like, I should really cut back <laughs> on yeah. the nicotine. But hey, it's Friday today, yep. so let's take let's all the cut back down. No, no, no. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Not much. How about yourself? I'm great, man. You got a big weekend planned? Yeah. I got baseball games. Out the ass. How many? Like, you well, got see, multiple games each day? Well, I got one tonight. Okay. So Chacho plays tonight, and then Yiro plays tomorrow morning. Okay. And then Chacho plays tomorrow night. Wow. And then Chacho will have at least one game Sunday. Good grief. So that's so, one, two, three, four. four. Yeah. Plus whatever. If he wins, he can take. Oh, oh, it's like a playoff type of situation? Yeah. Or? So Sundays in tournament baseball, like the first, it's really like the World Baseball Classic, the First two games are pool play, mm-hmm. and then on Sunday, they schedule, if you win, you move on. You win, you move on. Okay. So you got to win three games on Sunday to win the championship. And is his team good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, so uh, they won one game out of their three last weekend. Okay. But they were pretty close in the other two. I, I think they're okay. So they got a shot. Yeah, and I mean, the team that they played was like a traveling team from Minnesota. What? So they At must have been pretty age? good, and yeah, Chacho walked one off against them. So they just travel on the weekends and then go yeah, back go to school? Yeah, go play different tournaments, yeah. Man, oh man, I was never... I like, never I had to book a hotel like room for Chacho today. Did you ever have sports that you traveled for when you were a kid? No. Yeah, me neither. I'm sure there was, now that I think about it. I think there was, too. I think there were kids, it was, there was a team that was like an all-American hockey team, and I think they mm-hmm. traveled. Uh, was, I think there were, I just think my dad didn't, who wasn't a sports guy, so he didn't know. Yeah. Speaking of sports... I don't haven't been paying that much attention to baseball. I check the scores for my team every day, but I see that. Uh, well, I'd been seeing actually for a while that oh Tampa is the only team left who's yeah. undefeated, and then they were talking about oh Tampa beat their own mm-hmm. record mm-hmm. Uh, for starting season, and then I saw that last night they tied the league record, and the, yeah. they're now thirteen and zero. High drive into right center field. This should do it. Would you believe thirteen and zero to start the year? The Tampa Bay Rays have swept the Boston Red Sox four in a row, and they tie a major league record by starting the new season thirteen wins in a row. Uh, I wish I'd bet at the beginning of the year that Tampa would go thirteen and zero. Did yeah. anyone know that they were going to be good? They're always good. Oh, okay, like they just have like you that know, competitive. Yeah, they don't spend a ton of money, but they get good players. They make great moves. Like if you listen to baseball guys talk about Tampa, they're like, "That's how you do it." Okay, like if you want to be competitive year in and year out and not spend Yankees money, you can do it. You just have to have smart people. And, do, those, and it's not like they don't spend. They don't spend as little as the Royals, but. But they're not spending Yankee money. Right. And, and still, they get in the playoffs, get in the World Series, like, you know. So I assume the people that are running the team have been there for a while? Um, that, I, I, mean, I would think so, but okay. I don't know for sure. But yeah. who, if, they, if somebody left to go somewhere else, whoever they got after them was good. So what else is going on in baseball that you've noticed? I heard something else, I think yesterday, maybe it was the day before, that the games have gotten so much shorter now that they're extending beer sales. Did you oh, hear really? That? No, I didn't. Yeah, I don't remember when the beer sales got cut off before. But I think they do it by inning, right? 
I think that's how they yeah. always did it. And so because the games have gotten uh, shorter, they've now extended how long? Let me see. I might have saved this year. Yeah, here it is. MLB team. to the 8th instead um, of the 7th. Games are getting so short that teams are extending beer sales. Major League Baseball made several changes this year, including the pitch clock, which has drastically shortened the games. Nine inning games are down 31 minutes from an average of three hours, nine minutes last year to just two hours, 38 minutes hmm. this year. This is the fastest average since 1984. Most people like the changes, but there's one problem. Shorter, faster games mean there's less opportunity for fans to spend money at the ballpark on concessions, yeah. merchandise, and, of course, beer. Historically, teams stop selling alcohol after the seventh inning. Yeah. But four teams have already pushed that back to after the eighth inning now, which is, uh, let's see, the Arizona Diamondbacks, Texas Rangers, Minnesota Twins, and Milwaukee Brewers. And a handful of other teams are talking about following suit. That's a drastic time change. I mean, they knew that in spring training it had shortened the games. I think they were saying 27 minutes. I don't know why. Part of me thought, well, it probably won't be quite as long in the real games. It'll still be shortened. But they'll make, you know, more the most of the time that they're given, uh, you know, to try to because they're superstitious and all those things that we talked about. But to be down, what was it, 31 minutes? It's a lot. Um, Yeah, 31 minutes. That's a huge, huge Mm -hmm. difference. I still don't totally understand what changed. And I'm sure you already told me, but, you know, they said fastest since 1984. I don't know why. 1984, the Tigers won it. I mean, why was the game so much faster? Bless you, boys. Sparky Anderson. I doesn't. There's nothing that clicks with me that why it was faster right. pre-1984. Well, I know that we looked at those graphs that show here's the average length, and they go by decade. The you know, only thing I can longer. think is, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't seem like, I mean, I guess I'd have to see the minutes. The only thing I can think in the 80s is that the pitchers went nine. Right, that's the only thing. That so you I didn't have all the relievers, relievers coming in, and then, you know, Take and the then for a while, them. you know, a reliever for every, every batter. Right. You know, that the St. Louis Cardinals started that nonsense, and then everybody went to it. And it started getting much longer then. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can think, too. Is, yeah. But it was already, you know, it was getting longer. The games were progressively getting a little bit longer, but uh, I, I still can't figure out exactly what it was that got it to three and a half hours or whatever the average had gotten up to. But anyway, the point is, they wanted to shorten the game, and they shortened the game. I mean, do you notice it watching the game? Does it feel sped up to you? Someone that watches as much no. baseball as you, no, it doesn't feel like. You know, listening to a podcast at one and a half speed or something? No. Just looks like a normal game. It doesn't. The only thing I notice myself is watching the pitch clock. Right. Like, I am watching it count down. Yeah. Which is weird. Right. But. I mean, I guess. I was like, I wonder how close everybody gets to it. The other thing is they don't always get that close. You know, they pitch it. You know, yeah. I wondered about that, too, because you, the only time you really think about the clock in the NFL is when you're like, are they going to get this snap off in Right, time? exactly. You and don't even look at it. The they don't show it until right. there's like three seconds left. Right. right. It, exactly. If they get down to like two or three seconds, then they'll put it up there. Uh, I saw a thing about, you know, we've talked about scams, you know, and the fact that we will fall victim to a scam at some point mm-hmm. and all these new scams that come along and talked about the Tinder scams, the ro- romance scams. Uh, they had a name. Do you remember what they were called, Snowcone? I think they're just called like Internet Romance Scams or something like that. You know, the person pretends to be someone they're not, pretends to be wealthy, whatever it is, and they'll sure. talk to you for months, and then eventually they suddenly need your help, and you give them money. And it seems it seemed to target women more than men, but there were men that have been targeted, and we talked about one of the guys who was like a tech entrepreneur who got robbed, basically got his car stolen and everything oh, else that right. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was supposedly a millionaire and, and fell for this uh, scam. And even when he saw the girl that night and realized that she looked nothing like she did in the picture, he was just like, well, she lied you know, in her profile to make herself look better. But he didn't think, like, I'm, I'm being scammed. Sure. They robbed him. But anyway, so the, all those scams, you go, all right, I don't want to fall for that, mental note. But I saw uh, they were talking about scams that we already fall for. Like, guaranteed, you've fallen for at least oh, some nice. of these. It's not what you think of as a... Uh, 
typical scam though, like those romance scams or a bank scam, social security scam. These are just things in our everyday lives that technically are kind of scams, but okay. we do them anyway. So uh, one of them on the list is payday loans. Now, I understand that there's a lot of criticism about payday loans, right. that the interest rate's too high. You can get an argument about that. It, right. But like, I, as someone who's used them in the past, they helped me out a lot. I was also able, luckily, to pay them back on time. So I know that makes a big difference, but I, I tried not to ever take more than I thought I could pay back on time. And I did right. have to pay 15% interest at the time. It's, or maybe it was 20%. I don't remember. Maybe, no, it might have been 20 if it was late. But at the I time, I don't understand why lot. people are so upset about, with them, to be honest with you. So you have people that the banks won't give money. Exactly. Right? That's the problem. So they'll give you money, and then they're like, well, they charge too high of an interest rate. Well, then what about credit cards? There's credit right. card or car lots. Uh, yeah. Right? Like, what about, I mean, I don't get it. I really I, I, don't. I, I don't. Like, either. why is this, like, either it's all bad, which if, if you were on that plane, yeah. where, like, all this stuff has to go, credit cards, right, payday everything, loans. payday <laughs> loans, it's all predatory. Then I'd be like, okay, but you don't. No. You I, don't. Yeah, I think your issue might be with the banks that won't loan money to people, so they have to go to a payday loan place. Right. Maybe that's your issue, but the point but is the they payday need to loan is the place that's like, hey, the banks won't give you money, but we'll give it to you. Yes. And that's they're a like, risk. hey, and right. And, you know, there have been times where I've used it uh, in my past. Certainly, you know, when I, when I first started out in radio, I'd use it. Yeah. And they get, like, I had to eat. Right, exactly. Well, I didn't have gas. You can either write a bad check or you can go to the payday loan place. Right, I have to, money. like, my starter won't start in my car. Yep. You know? Yeah. I've already, you know, lied and told my dad my starter was broken. So right. there's nothing I can do. So, I, you know, I, I need the 200 bucks or else I can't go to work. I can't go to work, then I don't have a job. So I go to payday loan. They give you the 200 bucks, the starter gets fixed, you go to work. Like, I know. And for I'm, that, I'm they charge me an, an absorbent fee. I understand that, but they, they're they in business and charge me an absorbent fee because I'm a risk. the bank won't. Right. I'm a huge risk. The bank won't charge me still an absorbent fee. Yeah. Right? But they won't. In my place, at least, they never did anything shady like. Uh, you know, they didn't say, well, you owe us extra money because there was hidden language in the no. contract. Now, if that's the case, then sure. But for mine, it was just like, your interest rate's going to be really high on this money that you're borrowing. So how mm -hmm. much do you want to borrow? And I'm like, I'm going to borrow 300 bucks because that's right. what I need. And I'm going to have to pay, a, you know, a lot of money for that 300 bucks. Right. Um, so payday loans they put on there is a scam that some, at some point most people fall for. Uh, then they talk about insurance. And it's only certain types of insurance. But buying insurance, this is like when you buy electronics online. It says, do you want this extra warranty? Uh, right. Do you want this extra insurance for you know, your house, your car, whatever it is. There are a lot of insurances that we probably bought over the years that we never needed. I'm pr I am think it's better to have too much insurance than not well, enough. Well, I mean, if it makes you feel so, better. But I always look at it like this. Just hear me out. Yeah. Do you buy insurance when you're playing blackjack? No. When dealer shows an ace, do you buy insurance? No. Me neither. Anytime a casino... Ask you to put more money on the table, it's bad odds. Yeah. Anytime, it's bad odds. So I just look at that like insurance. So now right. maybe I'll be like, you know what? I've got $500 down here and I've got blackjack. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll buy insurance. Yeah. And I'm sure there's sometimes insurance that are like I know that. it's a bad bet. Yeah. But okay, you know, I'll hedge it. Because if it do, they do have blackjack, right? I don't want to push. I at least want to win something off my blackjack. So maybe I'll do that, depending on the product then, right? right. Like if my product is a blackjack, 
and I need to make sure that it's insured, then okay. But I always, anytime they ask me for insurance, I do the blackjack table in my head. Why do they want me to put more money on the table right. here? Why? Why do I not paying volcano insurance if we don't have volcanoes right, around right, here? Do right. I really need it? Has this area ever Do I flooded? need extra insurance on my car? Do I? Right. Do uh, I need that? You know, that they'll fix anything, right? Yep. Extend my warranty. Do I need it or do I not? Exactly. So on mine, I don't. Um, for those I'm like, no, but for my kid, I bought him extra, an, an extended warranty. Because I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I'll buy it for you. And then, you know, if you take it in, your deductible is 300 bucks. Yeah. Which is much better than, you know, Paying what I would do at price. your age, which is drop off the keys and be like, I can't fix that. Right. Just sits there. Right. You yeah. can't pay to get it fixed. Other scams that people commonly fall for, timeshares. I know John Oliver just did that big thing on timeshares. I don't know if you guys saw it. I, I didn't know that much about timeshares. I remember that documentary about that rich guy who lived in it. I can't, can't remember the name of it, but someone on the uh, Twitch stream will know. He was one of the you know richest people. Certainly, I think, the richest timeshare guy in America. Mm-hmm. He was married to a younger woman, and they talked about his company you know, l- a little bit in that. Uh, it doesn't. Okay. I'm just saying that was what the documentary was about. It was about the two of them. I'm trying to spark people's memory. I'm not negative about that. Was it Queen of Versailles? Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, they is that it? They built the dream house by Disneyland. Did they build it by Disneyland? Is that what it was? And the inside of it they was all messy. They never finished it because the Yeah, because he crumbled. ran out of money. Yes, yeah, okay, that's it. That's it. So I know John Oliver talked about his company and that thing, too. But there was a lot of stuff I didn't know. Like, you, there are companies that you can pay if you have a timeshare to help you get out of your timeshare. Yeah, there are. I, I hear them so advertised on yeah. podcasts from me all the time. Yeah, and uh, apparently those are scams, Hi, too. I'm Jim something. Right. And he, he said at least John Oliver. I get Oliver, people out of timeshares. He, John Oliver said those are scams, too. Which I bet. I would have. I mean, I just, the, the idea of buying a timeshare, I've done the timeshare pitch. Me, too. Where you sit there and you're like, I just want. The coupons and the bottle of booze, or whatever yeah. it is that you promised me, the hundred dollars. Free Disney tickets. Yes, and it, you know I'm not buying anything. But I guess some people get in there and they just get so scared, or maybe they actually think this will be a good idea. And they well, sometimes they have a good sales right? like anything. And I just wonder if someone out there, there must be someone who's been happy with their timeshare purchase and loves it. I'm sure it. plenty of people. Like right. I don't. Another. That's another thing. Like I, well, I'm not exactly sure why they're a scam. Well, right, they're just because they're apparently misleading about how difficult they are to get out of. I'm just going off the John Oliver thing now. but And then also a lot of people buy them and they're told they can't use it. Like, well, I gave you nine months warning. Like, yeah, that's not enough. Sorry. And every time mm. they go to try and use it, they can't well, use it. Well, that would be a problem. Right. That, that is a But if it was just company. like, hey, the ones that I've been to, like, you can pick your weeks now. Now, maybe they would change that later right. and it'd be a scam. But if you said, all right, every year I'm going to go to, I, you know, I like to go to different places. So that's why... It probably wouldn't work for me, but I've heard of timeshares that they do in different cities. Yeah. So, like, you you know, you pick which city you want, right? So maybe that would work. But say you love Disney. You know, there's people who just love Disney, right? And yeah, every year they're time. going to Disney. Well, okay. Right. If you're going like, to if I year. just said I'm going to go every year from July 7th to July 17th, buy me this timeshare, and I do the math, and it's cheaper than... Renting or whatever. Right, renting or staying in a hotel, then... Yeah, then it would okay. work. Right, and I know there's a lot of them even like in Branson and stuff like that. If, if, if an old couple likes to go to Branson... I mean, to me, it would just be ten, simple ten math. Summer, right, you just add it up. See if how many times you can right. use it. What does it cost for me to stay at on the property of Disneyland, right? Yep. How much does it pay for me to stay at the... Timeshare. Right, and then the cheap motel right. across the street, right? Yep. And then which one do I like the best? And which one do I like the mass there? Yeah, and someone And of course, I, I would it. think that if they didn't give you the weeks that you asked for, then that would be not a scam. That's illegal. Right. The other, right, I would think. I, I, well, that's, it seems like it should be. Right. And I don't totally understand. Of course, they're trying to make it sound like it was all in the fine print. But right. uh, I don't know if that's true or not. 
The add a tip line that's been added to everything they say in non-service oriented uh, yes. purchases. I don't and do we've it. We bitched about that a lot, but uh, you know, you get that feeling of shame or guilt. That person hands you the receipt, and like I'm supposed to tip you, but but this isn't a restaurant. You didn't do it. I right. mean, I just came in here and I picked something up. That's it. I got it myself. So it, it's there. You don't have to do it. I know you say you you've got. The I mean, sometimes I zero. do. So, but sometimes you do because you're sometimes just like. I do. Ah, is everybody tipping here? I don't right. know. Am I going to be the one person who doesn't? So I won't say I never do, but I, I do not do that sometimes. Right. The other thing is now they bring it to you, you know, they bring you a bill on the computer thing. Yeah, for restaurants. Right, and they hand yeah. it to you, and it says, you know, the tip, and it's like 15, 20, or 25%, yeah. and it's highlighted on 25% already. Right, with a happy face. Right. So I usually, I mean, I usually tip that anyway. But I'm like, wait, have we just decided that 25% is what it is right. now? Right, just add it to the damn price already. You know what I mean? If that's just what pay doing, your employees. Right. Like that's now at this point, just it's 25%. It's, not, it's a gratuity. Yeah, right. Like it's literally called a gratuity, not a salary. Right, and, but, and at 25%, we've gotten to the point where you might as well just pay your employees and charge me that much more for the food. Right, exactly. Just and do it, it because people are like, oh, well, then you'll pay more for dinner. I'm pe- I'm that money's it. mine. It's still my money that's right, going out. If you out. took away the tips and charged me 25% more on my bill, yep. it's the same money. I still have to pay it. Exactly. Right. It makes you just no don't want to pay them. Yep. And then uh, the other scam, which I know this happened to you a week ago today, but when companies list a lower price on something, yeah. and then you find out maybe at the time of purchase or right as you're about to purchase that that's not the actual price. Yeah. Last week, Leslie was looking at cars, and there was a car listed for $15,400 or something. Yeah. And he texted the guy, and he's like, well, that car is $20,000. I'm like, yeah. what? He's like, you got to read the fine print. I'm like, where's the fine print? It says the price right there. They even had another price scratched out. It said, like, retail's 18000 Right. You only pay 15000 for this. And then underneath it, it didn't look like a link. Yeah. It, so everything on there is highlighted blue, like links are, right? Yeah. And then there's another little thing that says, you know, like, uh, check out the details or something. Yep. But it doesn't look like a link. It's a different color. But you click on it. It said, but, like, with eligible trade-in and all this stuff. I'm like, that's not a With a specific trade-in. Right. That's not like a Like, it had to be a specific You're car. supposed to pay me for a trade-in anyway. <laughs> right. That's like saying, you know, uh, it's only $15,000 to replace $5,000. And then you read the fine print. If you give us $5,000... Down. Then you only right. have 15000 left. It's like, right. what the hell are you doing? So I'm, uh, those are apparently the scams that we've all fallen for. I think yeah. I've done uh, just about all of them except the timeshare. But I could see myself. You know, I've already been on the cruise. I feel like there could be a timeshare in my future if somebody doesn't stop me. I could see you and uh, your girl getting a timeshare at the lake. Right. Like we just I really could. Share. Yeah, I know. Me too. Like, oh, yeah, we're Why going not? down to the lake. We've got this timeshare. We mm-hmm. use it three times a year or whatever. I could yeah. absolutely see me doing mm-hmm. that. The Church of Laszlo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Gray Drake. Hey, how are you, my friend? Hey, everybody. Doing well. Spring has sprung, and it's not raining right now in L.A., so that is nice for us. Sure. Yeah, it's weird that that even became an issue for you. Uh, Oh, God. I know rain used to be like a a thing that if it happened, it ended up on the local news. Look, it's sprinkled today, and then all of a sudden it's just (laughs) pouring for weeks on end. But now it's it's nice again. The city just washes away when it happens. It's not even like, oh, good, we're getting rid of some of the drought. It's like, nope. You just have boulders <laughs> in the middle of the road. Oh, God, I didn't think about that. But weather's nice now. I think last time we talked to you, we were all excited about Cocaine Bear, which Lazo yes. went and saw. And just Loved so happens it. that I'm pretty sure that came out today uh, to stream on Peacock. I think it's oh, today okay. the day. Oh. Yeah, today or tomorrow. Yeah. I saw them advertising it this week. It said, you know, coming October, or sorry, October, coming April 14th or 15th. So now I'll finally get to see that. Right. But I know Cocaine Bear, worth it. I know there's other stuff. Other movies, other True. shows. But truly on this sacred day of Cocaine Bear streaming for you in your home, which is like the best case scenario I could think of, uh, we actually in theaters have Renfield. What's I don't even that? know. Which one's that? Oh, this is Nicolas Cage's Dracula. Oh, okay, yes. So, did you see it? I sure did. And in this one, Nicholas Holt, who plays Beast in the more recent X-Men movies, is Dracula's familiar, his servant, who always does the dirty work and brings Dracula, you know, some snacks. But the snacks are people. (laughs) Oh, nice. Sure. Makes sense. So the movie is a comedy that is pointing out the, the long ignored fact that Dracula and Renfield's relationship is totally codependent, and Renfield needs to rescue himself from this blood-sucking jerk. Okay. So a lot of people are like, but Gray, how is that possibly a comedy? (laughs) (laughs) Because it sounds like the hashtag love yourself section of my Instagram feed. (laughs) Sure, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Um, And the answer is they actually do a super good job of making this a funny joke. Now, it is a completely one-note movie. Like, that's the only idea that it really has. And it is funny. They are in a support group for codependent people. (laughs) I love it. That sounds funny to me. It's very creative. And on the upside, it's also incredibly violent and gory. And there's a whole subplot about, like, drug dealers in the city, and it's like, blah, blah, who cares? We just want to watch Nicolas Cage dial it up to 11. And he does, right? He, You know, I'll say he gets to about a nine. Okay. So I'm I'm all here for Nicolas Cage at nine as Dracula. 
Um, like I said, laugh, R-rated. It is my favorite length of film at a tight 90. That's perfect. Okay, perfect. Me too. I love a tight 90. Yeah. Unless we're talking know, Scorsese right? or, or Tarantino, right. you know, they, they can go longer. But otherwise, 90, when I'm scrolling through stuff to watch, I look at, you know, oh, that looks interesting. How long runtime? But when I see that 90 minutes, 93 minutes, I'm like, I'm in. I'll start it right now. Right. Perfect. It's such a good length uh, because for a movie like this that really doesn't have a lot of ideas, it doesn't, it just, just barely starts to get old. And then you're distracted by someone having their arms ripped clean off their body. And you're like, oh, wait, it's over now. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just, I Googled it and just started scrolling through. I mean, the reviews for it look pretty good. Looks like a lot of critics yeah. liked it. Okay. So Renfield with uh, Nicolas Cage. What else? Yes. Uh, a movie that I don't think either one of you will have any interest in. Okay. Despite your, your mention of Scorsese just a second ago. This is a Tony Collette comedy called Mafia Mama. Oh, I Mafia Mama. She does so much stuff. I like her a lot. I do like she's, her. She's amazing. She's such a talented actress. And wherever she shows up, if it's a horror movie, if it's a chick flick, if it's a drama, she's always on point. And in this movie, her character is really going through a lot. Like her son just left for college. She found out her husband's cheating on her. She gets this terrible phone call that her grandfather in Italy has died. And she doesn't know him. She didn't have a relationship with him. But for some reason, she's supposed to settle his affairs. Mm. So she figures, what do I have to lose? I'll go over there and I'll settle the old man's estate. And then she finds out he's actually the head of a mafia crime family. (laughs) And... To make it even more awkward, he says that she has to take the family over, and that's his final wish. Mm, okay. So it's like when yeah. the when the daughter or granddaughter has to take over the uh, baseball team or football team because the owner dies. Right. Suddenly she's in charge, yeah. and everyone's like, I don't know if we trust her or not. Absolutely. It's like it's like a like a small whisper of Cameron Diaz in any given Sunday. Right. You know, okay. Just, so um, this is definitely a movie for people who love Tony Collette. If you have any signs in your house that, that you got at like, you know, home goods that makes jokes about wine. <laughs> you love it. You know what I mean? This kitchen for espresso only or whatever. <laughs> if you have a sign that says live, love, laugh, right. definitely have to see this movie. Wine not is another one. Oh, okay. I like it. Yeah. Um, that's good. Yeah. So um, the the thing about the film, it is not terrible. It is also not great. And so I found myself watching it like this is compelling enough. And I'm like continuing to watch because I love Tony Collette and I love like famous Italian actress Monica Bellucci. And these are like funny people that are in the film. But I mean, is it a comedy that I think is going to spread to all demographics? Nah, I'd say if you have a whole bunch of wine drinkers that you want to hang out with mm. and everybody wants to get all cute and go out for a night out, the Mafia Mama might be your friend. There you go. Okay. Live simply, laugh often, wine a lot. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's what's in my kitchen. <laughs> yeah, right next to the sign that just says kitchen. I like that too. You know, Gray, I don't think we talked about it. I know it's been out for a while, but I continued to read about Dungeons & Dragons the movie, which is something that uh, when I heard about it and kind of saw the trailer, I was like, eh, probably not something I would be into. 
People seem to love that movie. They talk about how it's kind of a comedy, you know, like lighthearted action movie. And I even read something where they were talking about the studio is worried because they spent so much money on it. They didn't want to spend more money because it went way over budget. So they were really hesitant to spend more money promoting it. And they were hoping that the word of mouth would help this movie to break even or or make some money eventually because people liked it that much. And I mostly see it on Reddit because that's mostly where I spend my time on the Internet. But I've seen a lot of people talking about that movie. Is it good? It is great. Okay. okay. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I don't play Dungeons and Dragons, but I took my dad and my stepmom, and he's played D and D for decades because, okay. yeah, he is just that cool. Right. And so we went in not knowing really anything about the film, and everyone in our group loved it an equal amount. That's how good it is. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking it might be I'd like to that see your it. kids would like. Yeah. yeah. Now that I've heard I mean, the none of us, I mean, I play when I was little. I never played it. But if the movie, it seems like, from what I'm reading, it sounds like the movie is just a good kind of funny movie that right. people Action, like. Action, adventure type yeah. of thing. It totally is. It works if you, so Chris Pine has to go kind of on an adventure to fix his life. He's got, a, he, there's a rift between he and his young daughter. He's, you know, but the only problem is he's a thief by trade. And so hijinks ensue. And the good, the thing that's great about the writing for Dungeons and Dragons is that if you don't care about the game, it's just a really funny action movie. And if you know the game, you can actually see how they pulled elements of the game and put them in the movie and and totally cater to the D&D audience without being obnoxious about it. Right, uh, right. Uh, without alienating so it would be like you know those it. Easter eggs for people who right. played it totally. and love it, and but you could go in and watch it. You don't need to. Absolutely. You know what I and felt the same way about with uh, that as the Mario movie. Interesting, it, because I actually thought that even the, the the strength of Mario was the fact that it had so many Easter eggs mm-hmm. and. Mario is just, like, so ubiquitous for the last, like, what, four decades? Right, for sure. That, like, so many of us know stuff about Mario, and that's where the strength of it was. But as far as, like, the plot goes, I was like, could we try a little harder, y'all? Right. See, I thought it was okay, and I went with my kids. We all played Mario. I played it growing up, and then, you know, we beat the games together. And we thought it was fine. Like, I get it, but the plot was... The video games. Like the plot was, you know, Bowser takes Princess Peach. Mario has got to save her. That's like the plot. And then they just threw in the Easter eggs of every one of those scenes was like a different challenge in one of those games. Where like he's practicing. That's where you practice in Mario 1. Like, and you learn how to jump from wall to wall. It's not overly complicated, but if you like the games, you'll be like, oh, okay. Uh, you're right. The yeah. plot isn't deep or anything, but the plot is the dumb video games. What I will say, <clears throat> excuse me, the animation is also spectacular. It looks so good. It's sort of like a visual candy rush. Mm-hmm. Who and made it? Was it DreamWorks or Universal? It... Okay. And Jack and Black's song, Peaches? Jack Black was killing the game. Mm-hmm. He's obviously having so much fun. Now, that's one of those weeks where I was definitely in the minority for not loving it. I thought that it was pretty exhausting and lazy, but 
the fact that it made so much money, way more people agree with you, Laszlo. And there, we're definitely going to see more movies. In fact, like people in Hollywood are theorizing that this is going to be kind of the new Marvel universe. Well, you know, wow. I had a question about that um, in the sense that, you know, I, and I'm guessing people have talked about it, but I mean, it's got to be happening because they did two Sonic movies already. And I love Sonic the Hedgehog, but he was never as big as Mario, right? He was like the other gamer's version of Mario. It's the same thing. They already did two of those. And so to me, like, you know, the list of these types of video games that they could do are are really unlimited. Do you know what my guess is? Hmm. Um, When Wreck-It Ralph came out years and years ago, they they got licensing for a lot of really amazing video game characters. Right. But I went to the red carpet for that movie. I dressed up as Mario Mm. and I talked to John Lasseter from Pixar Mm -hmm. and I was like, Hey, John Lasseter, why is Mario not in your movie? (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) And he actually looked at me and he was like, he's like, well, Mario, if you wanted to be in the film, you should have talked to your lawyers because it's actually really hard to license you. (laughs) Got it. Okay. So that's why they did other stuff first. Yeah, they probably have been trying to make the Mario movie for, since Wreck-It Ralph. Right. It just came together like three or four years ago. And visually, totally worth waiting for. A huge crowd pleaser. I'm glad that you liked it. I did and enjoy I, it. Like, I don't want anybody to think if you go, it's going to be like, like you said, the plot is dumb. It's not, it's not earth-shattering. It's not like, oh, this is a great cartoon movie that you're really going to like and get into. It's not up or anything, but, you know, if you like the video games, it's a fun little ride. Yeah, I, for one, am just so happy that it's over Um, (laughs) and that we have moved on this week to also Russell Crowe in Italy as the post-exorcist. Yeah, Yeah. how's that doing? I just, I see the trailers for that, and I'm like, the movie is going to get horrible reviews. I can feel it. I want it to be good, but I just don't have any hopes. No, it's impossible for it to be good. Boo. Uh, (laughs) Did you see it? It's so so stupid. So um, Russell Crowe is like, you know, just jamming around Italy in a Vespa. Sure. You know, Mm -hmm. and he's like, take it up with my boss. Ciao. And, uh, (laughs) His boss is literally the Pope. Uh, mm-hmm. This is based on a real guy. Like, he wrote a book about stuff, uh, which they have turned into this stupid movie. And it's like the classic possession story. Family inherits a house, gone through a trauma. Son gets possessed. Nobody knows what to do. The demon's, like, writing horrible messages on his tummy. <laughs> right. um, and then, you know, the end is like, a lot of pyrotechnics. So they like really they put, they let they left it all on the screen for you. Um, I'm still so going to watch I, it eventually. I just I I just like make sure it's a matinee though, okay? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then next week, and I don't know if you've already seen it or not, but hopefully you'll see it because is within the next couple of weeks that new Evil Dead movie is coming out, and I'm very mm-hmm. excited about that. Yeah, that's next week, and. I'm already nervous about that screening. Like, I, I was like, oh, God, I, I, I hear it's so intense. Oh, really? I mean, I thought that, you know, they've done some good some good movies. The one from 2012 or whatever that was, was that Evil Dead Rise? Yeah. Or something? I don't remember. But I thought that I movie was, was really good. And, I, you know, I'm just starting to see more stuff about the new one, and I definitely want to see that. 
Yeah, I will have the report for you next week. And uh, just know that in the meantime, as a horror movie fan, this one has me a little nervous. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Gray Drake, thank Thank you so much for your time. Everyone follow Gray Drake on uh, Twitter. And uh, is there anything else, uh, Gray, that you'd like for people to do? Oh, no. It's my name all over social, and it's the really easy way to spell Gray, G-R-A-E. Perfect. (laughs) Gray Drake, thank you so much. Hopefully we'll talk to you next week. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye. You too. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. We're doom scrolling, my man. Yeah, sure. All right. So armored vehicles, right? We talked about Mm -hmm. that. And uh, robbing banks. And, you know, you could just... uh, I got to grab a purse off a little old lady if you want to and hope there's some cash in there. There's there's different ways to steal money, but this is not mm-hmm. one that I've heard of before. I mean, it's similar to robbing an armored vehicle, but it's not an armored vehicle. Whether or not these criminals knew what they were about to steal, the media doesn't seem to know yet because they don't have any suspects, at least not okay. any of the articles that I've seen. But these uh, you know, tractor trailers, big big trucks, these drivers mm-hmm. have to park overnight and they'll sleep somewhere. They'll they'll park them at rest stops. They'll park them in parking lots of uh, Walmart businesses. A lot of times it's Walmart. Walmart lets a, a lot of I think just about all those types of vehicles parked. If you got a motorhome, a yeah. tractor trailer, whatever. So this guy was delivering dimes, like U.S. Mint dimes. Really, and they stole it. Just dimes, and they used bolt cutters to get into the back of the truck. And I don't know. They if had he was to in know. The, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Except they said that they think there's been like this ring that where they might be connected in recent months where they've stolen other things they've stolen lamb out of a truck uh chickens tvs there was one that apparently mm-hmm. they stole a bunch of tvs refrigerators alcohol there's been different things that they've stolen and they think it could be related or it could just be that people are like hey where th- was it? there might be good stuff to steal uh, philadelphia okay so they think it's the mob i don't know but they're just saying like, i don't they're, know they're, that much about the mob with the exception of you know tony soprano would jack those trucks right exactly and you see that in a lot of those movies even uh what was that movie with Steve Martin where he's supposed to be a mobster? My Blue Heaven. You know, he'd, he'd steal a whole right, shipment yeah, yeah. of whatever, and then they'd hide it in a warehouse and start finding ways to sell it. So if this is that type of organized crime, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. But they haven't they haven't hinted at that at all. Just said that there has been other crimes that are really similar recently, and these are the other things that they stole. But these guys stole about a million dollars worth of pennies. So How they must have been a semi-truck they, full of it. What do you do yeah. with that? Well, that's the thing. You're going to have to dimes. dimes. You are going to have to, at some point, it's over a million dimes. So a million dollars is not over a million dimes. Oh, sorry. That's right. A million dimes, it was $100,000. I'm sorry. Sorry. I meant to say $100,000 worth of dimes, and it was a million dimes. So you have to have, I don't know how much a million dimes weighs, but it must weigh a lot. And I'm guessing even if you didn't know what you were stealing, if they're just robbing tractor trailers and they think there could be TVs, there could be lamb, you want to have a lot of space. right? Because the truck was carrying a total of $750,000 worth of dimes directly from the U.S. Mint. They did not take all of it. But they took took enough to break 100 grand, which is, you know, 100 grand is a good... A good haul. I don't think I you like the dimes a, too. Dimes have got to be hard to trace. That, yes, and you're not getting a hundred a hundred thousand dollars robbing a bank. I mean, unless you no, really plan it out, knowing right, the money's coming in, you know, or yeah, the Joker, the guy from the town. Exactly. Then maybe you get it, but otherwise, most of those guys get five, ten, fifteen, twenty-five grand, something like that. But a hundred thousand dollars. Maybe in dimes, you've heard some of those guys getting federal penitentiary time, right, for robbing a bank because they're FDIC insured. Yeah, that's a federal crime, and they get like twenty-seven hundred bucks. Yep. And then you got to do all that time because Man, it's mandatory. All that time, right? For a couple Better thousand dollars. Better off robbing dollars. a liquor store. Agreed. And uh, 
the thing about the dimes is you said, you know, or someone said maybe they're not traceable. I don't know how traceable they are, but you are going to have to start cashing them in at some point, I would think. You're not going to want to pay for everything in dimes, and I don't know where you do that. That, to me, sounds like an organized crime thing that, you know, there's somewhere you could take those dimes How the hell do and you launder trade that? it for cash. I just wonder if there is someone in organized crime that would say, give me the dimes. You know, we'll give you cash, and then we'll we know how to do this. We're going to do it over where they time. Are. Yeah, I don't think you'd even have to launder it. I think it'd be so much easier than money. Just, just roll the dimes. dimes. Take rolls of dimes to different banks across yeah. the country. Roll the dimes. I just think if they start looking for people can't bring turning them to in dimes, bank, go different banks. You'll have to go to all different, different banks. banks. They could tell the banks in that area to watch out for someone bringing in a bunch of dimes. Like yeah. it just seems risky. Could I feel you... like they had to have already known someone in advance that they're going to do this. Does a dime have uh, like a number on it that makes it unique? I was just I know wondering that. Okay, I don't here know. I've got a dime here. It says, "And God we trust." Twenty nineteen Liberty. Then it says. On the back, United States of America, one dime, and then it just says, I think that's e pluribus unum. So that's it. I don't see any numbers on there that tracks these things. Police in Philadelphia are looking for thieves who have a lot of loose change. So somebody broke into a tractor trailer that had just picked up a cargo load of coins from the U.S. Mint. The driver parked it overnight Wednesday before planning to head to Florida in the morning. Well, the thieves got away with two and a half tons of dimes worth probably about $100,000. The coins were also spilled all over the parking lot. Police say there's been a string of cargo thefts recently, but usually it's things like meat or alcohol or TVs, but this is dimes. There was in the pictures of the parking lot, it was just dimes all over. I don't know if they were taking these things out in bags. Were they taking them out of the bags and putting them in their own bags because it's too heavy? I don't know how they were packed in there. How long did it take? Exactly. How long would it take to get a million dimes? Loaded off of a truck. And how much would that well, weigh? Could, can my car carry two and a half tons of something? Right. Well, you'd have to have a pickup truck. You'd right. You know what I mean? Probably, like, I, maybe I mean, a super duty. And Snowcone, so, you could probably ask AI, ask ChatGPT how much a million dimes weighs. I'll bet it could figure that out. I'm on it. And see what it says. Because I don't know if I could just type that into Google. Obviously, we could figure out what one weighs and then try and do it. But they have all AI those places, too, where you can, I mean, they probably have The Coinstar things? Yeah. yeah. I know. If I don't know. That around, sounds easier than dollars. Yeah, do- dollars can definitely be traced. We know right, that. And these like dimes don't look, look like they can. I, I don't see anything. I don't see a serial number or anything on my dime. So I, I, I'm with you. If you're going to have to spread it out. You're going to have to go to different banks, different coin stars or whatever. But unless they just start questioning everyone. How many dimes, dimes are in a roll of dimes? Is it 10 bucks? I don't know how much a roll of dimes is. I bought a roll of quarters when I used to have to pay for my laundry. But I don't think I've ever bought uh, a roll of dimes. And I also don't know, like, when you roll them yourself... When you go to the bank to cash those in, do they then put it in a machine to make sure that it's all real? Mm-hmm. No, because it they flips. Didn't... It only flips to the right part. Right, but I'm saying they don't check to make sure you didn't put filler stuff in the middle, something, you well, know, I'm... slugs or uh... something like that. This says 50 pounds. That can't be right. No, that's not right. They, she said a couple, they say like she said a tons? couple tons. Yeah. yeah. So that would be, how much is a ton? 2,000 pounds or 2,500? 2,000. 2,000, so over 4,000 pounds of dimes is that what they're saying yeah you you need uh you know a pickup truck at least five bucks is a roll of dimes they're five dollars okay how much is a roll of quarters is that are they ten i don't know that's ten i think yeah yeah those are the only ones i've had to buy i tried to go to a bank one time to get a bunch of change i wanted to pay a ticket and change and the banks would not give us the change i had to keep going around finally found a bank that was like yeah okay we'll give you the change it was only for like fifty dollars i think but i wanted to pay the ticket in in pennies and nickels and they just kept telling me no Right. I wasn't telling them that's what it was for. I just said, I need this amount of change. And they're like, yeah, I can't do that. I don't have enough. And I'm like, Ugh. it's a bank. Right. Can you still go into a bank and ask for $2 bills? 
Right, don't they mm. still print those? I feel like that's one of those factoids. Me all the time. Like, I feel like they're somewhere. I think when we used to do What Do You Know and we get those factoids from people, one of them people would say a lot was you can still get $2 bills. They're still in print, but they're only put into circulation like if you ask for it specifically. I don't know if you can still get those. Or not. I haven't seen one in a long time. That National Guardsman who allegedly leaked all that classified information was arrested yesterday while we were on the air. They dragged him out of his house. His name is now out there. Uh, it, Washington Post wrote a big article about him and the New York Times. They called him uh, Airman Jack Texera. I don't remember how to pronounce his name. They'll say here. This morning, the fallout intensifying after the dramatic arrest of 21-year-old Jack Texera at his home in Massachusetts. With guns drawn, heavily armed federal agents took the Air National Guardsman into custody Thursday afternoon. The government has accused Texera of leaking hundreds of classified documents from the Pentagon. Teixeira, who was recently promoted to Airman First Class, worked in IT in the intelligence hmm. wing. Yeah, so he was doing IT. Airman to, First Class. Yep. And according to the people on the Discord uh, group that How he was, was in, he? 21. Wow. And he, and he had access to that stuff. Well, I mean, but Airman First Class, that's, I mean, he got up there pretty quick. Oh, was that impressive for 21? I mean, I even if he joined when he was 17, when I was 17, like, yeah. they move you up faster and promote you faster now. I have no idea, but yeah. It's pretty Being good. That, yeah, it's like an, if, if they do it the same way, what was he in the Air National Force? Guard. If they do it the same way, for me, that would have been an E6. Okay. Which is pretty senior. Like, the guys who were E6s when I went there were like, you know. Does that mean you've your moved age. up rank six Our times? Like, yeah, so you started okay. in E1, mm-hmm. you go to an E6, and I think... The highest you can get is an E9. Okay. So I guess you would have moved up five times to get to yeah. E6, but still, that is what it correlates to is right. how many times you were promoted. Do they ever skip them, like how kids can skip grades in school? They say we're promoting you straight to yeah. E5 from E2 or something like but, that? Yeah, they can promote you. Okay. Like, I think my captain promoted me. Well, they were saying that you know this guy probably shouldn't have had access to this information, and the Discord group that he was a part of, they interviewed some of the people, and they said that th- this guy was like their older brother – he was a role model to them. They looked up to him. He released this stuff. You know, they're defending it like they're really sad that he got arrested because they said, you know, he's anti-war. He just he, he likes peace. You know, he's a peaceful person. He's anti-war. And uh, also, obviously, in the military, and we're all interested in the war and you know, wars and military. And one of them even said, I'm not kidding, Lazo, like, you know, we're just really interested in that stuff. And I, I play war games as well, mm-hmm. like Call of Duty. Exactly. I was like, whoa, there you go. Mm-hmm. I play war games like Call of mm-hmm. Duty. As if like, so, you know, we needed to see this stuff. Because, you know, we're kind of experts, too, so it was worth sharing. He, he's worried about it. He should be a whistleblower. does not sound like that's going to be covered by right. whistleblower protections. He's in trouble. A DeSantis in Florida signed a six-week abortion ban at, like, 11 o'clock in the night. And just, I, guess, I don't know. But you can only have an abortion at 11 o'clock at night no, after no, he, six weeks? He, no, he signed at 11 o'clock at night. Oh. With not a lot of fanfare. They said it was, it was odd because when he did the first... Um, abortion restrictions. He said it at a you know big rally and was all proud of it. And then this one, he just had a few people around him signed it in his office and did it late at night. Overnight, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signing a bill that would ban most abortions after six weeks. DeSantis quietly signing the law just after 11 p.m. Unless blocked in the court, the move will shut off access in a state that saw a 60 percent increase in women seeking abortion since Roe was overturned. So there you go. I saw there were floods in Fort Lauderdale. Did you see that? I saw a bunch of pictures. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heard and he was gone, of- and then the mayor of Fort Lauderdale was like, yeah, he hasn't come back from Ohio. They said, yeah. where's the governor? He said, he hasn't come back from Ohio. He was campaigning, right? Yeah. Because he said that he hadn't, he said he didn't call him even. Wasn't yeah. that what he said? Like, he hasn't called. 
Uh, do we have time to talk this about This is the Clarence problem. Thomas? Well, see, I think this is good and bad for DeSantis. The problem is when you get into the presidential election early, they drag you. There's more You're time. the only one to be dragged. But if you stay in it, they move on to the next guy. They move on to the next guy, and you can get through so it. So by the time it matters, they're not talking about right, you anymore. not talking about you anymore because they've already dragged you. We know yeah. everything about it's it. It's about that momentum at the right time. Yeah. Right. And so people that are say, get in late, right? Yeah. Like Trump did. Or get in early, take all the heat. And if you can survive that, then, you know, you, you'll be okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I know that they've been showing his poll numbers, and they're all over the place. Some some of the polls show Trump beating him by a lot. Well, if anybody's been alive, closer. you know how it works. Like, even for Democrats and Republicans, this isn't, it is just like there'll be eight people, ten people, and one of them will jump to the front. Yeah. And then the media and human beings will just start talking about all their past transgressions are how they hate them, or we're not ready for a gay part, whatever it is, and then they'll drop to the back of the pack. Yeah. Right? Yep. And then another one will come, and they'll be like, oh, look at that. This person, you know, could be president. And then you're like, it's way too early. They're going to destroy that person. You're right. It's got to be another person. Yep. And, I mean, I assume this guy's going to stay in, and barring some sort of Yeah, I'm sure. I, like, when I see this and all these things that he's doing – it all sounds to me like this is just, I'm going to get rid of all, I'm going to do all this stuff. Yeah. I'm going to get my evangelical base early, and then I don't have to. But now I can take all the heat for this abortion stuff now, and then when it comes to the general election, I can run towards the middle, which we all have to do to win, right? right? Has but, he even officially entered the race, though, DeSantis? I don't think so. I don't think he's officially entered mm-hmm. yet. But, it's, I mean, it doesn't matter because everyone no, right. knows of what his plans are. And, and so if he can do all this places. crazy yeah. right-wing stuff early, yep. he won't have to do it closer to the election, and he can look more like a regular person to moderate people. Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, if it's a week before the election, he's like, I'm outlawing abortion. Well, you lost. That's it. Right? If you do it six months before... Who knows? Right. It's not what they're talking about anymore. It's going to be mm-hmm. hard to get that narrative in front of everybody. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back. We got to talk about this new Clarence Thomas stuff. Mm. It's pretty good. The Church of Laszlo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, good looking son of a bitch, doom scroll. All right, a week ago, Before I whoa, 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 snow cone, god damn it. You're allowed to say that. No, you are absolutely not. You are allowed to say that. Did you catch it? Okay, I got it. Thank you. Well, you're uh, allowed to say that. No, you are oh, not. Oh, did you catch that? Oh, yeah, he got it. He mm. got the full force oh, of it. Okay, okay, back, Didn't you? back to the news, sweetheart. That's right, daddy. Clarence yeah, Thomas, daddy. Last... Clarence, oh, speaking of Clarence Thomas, okay, last week. We talked about Clarence Thomas going on vacations. This billionaire sounds like I gotta get him to stop. Billionaire uh, campaign fundraiser, whatever donor, had been 
giving him vacations and private jet rides and some other stuff. I don't even remember really, but they said that it's uh, an ethics problem, right? And yeah, well, critical. Howard, whatever, what was his name? His name's Harlan Crow. Isn't that guy a Nazi? Is he? I know that I read. He has like that, a garden with Nazi statues in it. Oh, I just read today. The whole thing's weird. He was a he was a, a benefactor who inherited commercial real estate, uh, this giant empire, from his father. They said that his dad was once the largest landlord in the United States. So he was born rich, is what they're getting at. And now he's his benefactor to Clarence Thomas. I'm, I don't know who else. I'm sure plenty of other people. But they, um, you know, they never just closed the decades of these. Uh, Gifts and all that stuff. And now it looks like there's an issue with some property that was purchased. Public records obtained by the nonprofit journalism outlet ProPublica appear to show billionaire Harlan Crow purchased three properties in Savannah, Georgia from the Thomas family in 2014. Among them, the single-story home where Thomas's mother had been living. Crow reportedly paying over $133,000 for the home and two vacant lots, significantly more than ProPublica reports for other properties that Crow purchased on the same block. Crow said the properties were bought at a market rate with the intention to one day create a public museum at the Thomas home dedicated to telling the story of our nation's second black Supreme Court justice. Either way, Thomas now faces legal questions after failing to report the purchases on financial disclosure forms. Okay, so first he didn't disclose the vacations. Now he, we find out he didn't disclose this real estate stuff when Crow bought and renovated the house where Clarence Thomas' mother lives, and apparently she was living there rent-free. And then he also bought these lots next to it, I assume, so that she could have some space or not have to worry about new neighbors coming along. I don't exactly know, but he bought lots next to it. And then when they ask him about it, he says, well, that's because I bought that stuff. I was going to turn it into a museum for Clarence Thomas because he's our second black Supreme Court justice. So I was going to put a museum there. Okay, well, the point is you didn't. You bought a house that his mother lived in rent free. Right. And no one disclosed that. So that does seem like that to me seems like an even bigger problem than the vacations that he was getting. Doesn't it to you guys? I mean, I don't know why. It seems like going on vacation, you're like, eh, obviously he paid for this. Obviously right. he, he's a contributor but or a donor or whatever. But when you buy the house that the guy's mother lives in and renovate it and just let her live there for free, yeah. I mean, that seems... That's NCAA violations. That's Reggie like, Bush yes, stuff. That's exactly. Like, everybody knows. Also, before, just so... Uh, Shortly after revelations of Dallas billionaire Harlan Crow, lavish Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and his wife, this is from Yahoo, mm-hmm. uh, Jenny, with the use of a private jet trips on a luxury yacht and vacations in an exclusive mountain retreat, uh, apparently the Texas real estate magnet keeps a collection of Nazi memorabilia. Oh, I did read that. Okay, including yeah. paintings of Adolf Hitler, a signed copy of Hitler's Mein Kampf, and table napkins embroidered with swastikas. Okay. There's even a collection of statues of dictators such as Lenin, Stalin, you get it, in his garden. I saw he says that just a saying. nod to, you know, how humans treat each other. Sure, I'm like, that sure. is, you know, I just that like is a really Nazi weird stuff. thing. It is weird. Those people that collect Nazi stuff, I'm just like, no. I don't think you're collecting it for the reason you're telling me you're collecting it. And it's weird when you see it in antique stores. There's like someone who's got a booth and he's got a lot of Nazi stuff. I'm like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe no one wants this. You know I mean? It's important to know it. Just weird. Just like maybe about. you could tell me that it's true, but I've never walked into a black guy's house and just seen pictures of Jefferson Davis. Right. And Hitler. Confederate napkins. Yeah, it's odd.
Well, he's obviously born rich, so he's, you know, that's a different kind of rich. That's wealth. That's generational wealth, and he's been rich since he was a kid. I mean, his dad was the largest landlord in the United States at one point. I'd never heard of this guy until last week, but just the name alone, he sounds like exactly what we're hearing about him, a guy who would own some Nazi memorabilia, be a billionaire, and give, you know, inappropriate, what look like, inappropriate payments to a Supreme Court justice. I don't know what happens now, though. So they said he didn't disclose the stuff on paperwork. It sounds like he is definitely supposed to disclose it. So if he's in trouble, a Supreme Court justice, who gets him in trouble? The Department of Justice? Like, does the Attorney General decide whether or not to bring up charges against a Supreme Court justice? And how's that going to look when you've got New York already bringing up charges against Trump, and there's all this talk that there'll be more charges against Trump for the election fraud stuff? So then if the Department of Justice decided to go after Clarence Thomas, and I don't even know if that's how this would work. I don't know who goes after him. I have no idea. I mean, what would your guess be? Who else would go after him? Is there someone that oversees the Supreme Court and they, he just has to testify before Congress? Well, I would guess. I don't know. But if he's actually breaking the law and the Department of Justice has to look into it. That's it. That is, I guess it's Congress first and the DOJ. Yeah, I guess. But just You get what I'm saying. If, they did have to, if the DOJ did have to look into it or even bring up charges and then you've got charges against Trump, and this Republican mm-hmm. Supreme Court justice, it just you know probably starts this new era of legal action against opposing parties. Yeah, well, you we know? wouldn't have to worry about it if you don't break the law. That's just it. I mean, I mean, isn't that what the Republicans he, have always said? Right, absolutely. Conservatives always say you don't have to worry about uh, you know all these things that the Patriot Act. Right, always say if you're not doing anything wrong, then don't worry about it. Exactly. So, well, there you go. If you're not doing anything wrong, don't worry about it. Uh, the Cash App founder who was stabbed in well, San Francisco. Yeah, the guy. Yeah. Well, remember, right after he got stabbed, Elon Musk sent out that tweet that said something about San Francisco is really dangerous and they need to figure this out because it's not a safe place to live. The mayor got mad at Elon. He's like, that's, you know, not true. And also, now we know that these two guys knew one another and they gotten into an argument. Mm. And, uh, I, you know, I don't know what the argument was about, but apparently there was a big argument. I think the sister of the stabber, Right, the, the 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 killer, the suspect, his sister had messaged the Cash App founder and said something about like, "Hey, you know, sorry about that fight. You handled it really well." So that's how mm. they have some evidence that these two got into some sort of fight before he got killed. Because this other guy's a tech entrepreneur as well. Moments before Bob Lee was captured, staggering down a San Francisco street, mortally wounded, police say Nima Momeni stabbed the 43-year-old multiple times. The two tech executives, acquaintances. Well, the evidence is that they knew each other. um, And there's still more to delve into in terms of what the depth of that relationship was. All right, so there you go. They knew one another. Usually when you get in a fight with someone, you know, you cool down pretty quickly after the two of you are not face-to-face anymore. I guess mm-hmm. there can be those fights that linger for days where you're angry and you're thinking about enough right, to grab on what a it knife. Is, I guess. Right. Usually when I think about anger and murder, it's relationships, right? Yeah, well, like that stabbing. Yeah, I mean, that's really The gunshot personal. can be, I, you know, you sound like a jerk saying this, but that can be like, you know, in the moment. Right. There's a gun there. We're arguing. I see you on the street. I shoot you like, you know, but you got to really stab someone with a knife. It's like, I don't know. Personal. That just takes. Yeah. Right. It takes a little bit more. Uh. Yep. Well, speaking of stabbing snow cone, you, you should know this. Did I hear something about the uh, the suspect? What's his name? Brian Koberger. Mm-hmm. Did I hear something about now they think he might be a suspect in other murders in the area? Oh, no, I had no idea. Oh, OK. Because someone was telling me that. I think it might have been Martha. Or I haven't paid much attention lately, but I mean, that wouldn't be. Incredibly shocking. No, but it, it would be interesting if this guy was involved in other stuff. Yeah, for you sure. You know, 
before. Uh, Pete Davidson. Everyone knows Pete Davidson. He's dated a lot of really famous, really beautiful women. He was asked about the size of his junk. You know, is that your secret? Are they are they whispering to one another about the size of your junk? And he says, no, it's just average. I don't understand. It's really not that special. Not too big or too small. It's just like big enough to enjoy and not big enough for it to hurt is, is what I was told. So he says oh, it's yeah. not, not that huge, not that small, you know, just right. It's an like, average wiener. Yeah, it's like the porridge, right? It's mm-hmm. perfect. So that's apparently not what keeps, uh, you know, the women knocking on his door. I mean, I, I've heard lots of women say that he's good looking. Yeah, not only that, he's... Funny, he's got a ton of potential. He's an interesting guy. He needs to be saved a little bit. Yeah, I, mean, I think all those a lot tattoos of good and everything. Qualities about him. Yep, he's got a little bit of that bad boy edge mm-hmm. to him with the tattoos. And I know mm-hmm. he got a lot of them removed. But did you guys see the stuff about the police officers who uh, they there were some text messages that leaked and they were saying racist stuff? Now, when yeah. anything, whenever something like this happens, I just think, okay, just fire these guys. You know. That's it. Just just get rid of them. We know what they said. It's over. But a lot of times I feel like these guys end up maybe getting suspended for a week and then coming back. We obtained 14 pages of the text Jesus. in which officers express excitement about shooting rubber bullets in the days leading up to the takedown of four murder suspects. Bro, I can't wait to 40 all of them, says one, referring to firing less lethal ammunition. During the stakeout of the suspects, Officer Eric Rumbau texted... So many black people. Officer Jonathan Adams replied, bro, they all look the same. Mm. Rumba responded, tell me about it. I feel like I'm at the zoo. Jesus. Fire them. Yeah. There's no, Fire them, it. right? Says more than a dozen police officers are under investigation in a racist text messaging probe that has rocked Antioch, which is in Northern California. An investigative report released Thursday shows the judge released the investigative report compiled by the Contra Costa uh, County District Attorney's Office that included the partly redacted messages after the FBI and local uh, investigation into the city's department. The messages, which were sent in 2020 and 2021, detail officers allegedly using racial slurs and homophobic slurs, sharing racist images and casually discussing the use of less lethal weapons on people, including the city's mayor, who is black. The majority of the roughly 114,000 residents of Antioch, about 45 miles northeast, northeast of San Francisco, are minorities. The majority, they said. The messages could have far-reaching implications for criminal cases linked to the officers. Authorities provided the messages last week to defense lawyers. Yeah, that's the other thing that happens when you know something leaks like this and you find out someone's racist, that they obviously had some sort of bias. Lawyers can go back and say, hey, this was the cop that testified yeah. against my client, sure. and my client is black. Of course, my we need to redo this case. Yeah, exactly. And it's just a huge, huge, huge deal. So, I think that's why they don't like to fire him. Is that, is that it? Because I think there's it part of that more reason. attention to it? You think it just brings Well, not only attention? that, I think the DA then has to open up all those cases again. You've admitted guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, I just, first of all, I can't believe someone texts that to somebody else. Okay? That is insane to me. But also, I mean, like, I guess I know it exists. Right, yeah. But your police officers, I would hope that even if you're a racist cop, that you would try to hide that, you know? Well, not you're, if you're talking to your other buddies who are racist That's cops. what I'm saying. The fact that they feel comfortable talking to one another like that is a huge issue. That means that they're, they're confident that their fellow officers are also racist with them. Oh, yeah, I can shoot off these texts. I well, they say, probably they know care. the ones that are. Right. There's people right. not on that text. Sure, but that's Now, how saying. did they get them and why did they get them? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. There was some sort of investigation going on to this thing. It says... No, uh, it matters. I'm glad they did, but yeah. I'm, like those were, they would have been their personal cell phones? I'm, I'm guessing that the cops give them phones. 
I'm not positive, but I'm, yeah. I, I would think they probably get phones issued to them. That's the other thing. Like, now you're a cop. How dumb are you? Right. That's what like, I'm saying. Like, if that's on a phone that the cops, like, that the government owns? Right. I assume the government owns the phones. I don't know. Unless those are on messages. their private ones, and then how do they get into their private phones? Yeah, that I don't know. I think that'd be harder to do. But I'm guessing. But I don't know probably, how. I, but do you get a cell phone if you're a police officer? Probably. I would really? think so. Yeah, I mean, I would assume so, but I don't know. I mean, they give you all this stuff. I don't know. I don't know what, what you have to buy when you're a cop. I don't know if it's like being a teacher who has to buy their own school supplies or if you get all that stuff. I don't know. I assume that you can get a, a service pistol from them that you don't have to buy Oh, I'm it. sure, but a cell phone and, seems odd. Yeah. Like, what? I'm sure all the stuff you need, bulletproof vests, guns, but yeah. why do you need a cell phone? I don't know why, but I always assume that everyone who has a government job gets a cell phone. phone is one of the things that's always included. Just because there's all this talk constantly about we're taking TikTok off of all these government phones. I'm like, God, a lot of people have government phones. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I just think, oh, they must give work phones to them because they say you're going to need this to stay in touch. But I could be wrong. Also, I did not hear about this story, Harold, if you're listening, until this morning. I read one article about it. Harold? Isn't yeah. that his name? Howard. Sorry, Howard. The guy who criticized oh. us the other day. So I've read one article from NBC News about this and, and watched that uh, broadcast there. I do not know why they were under investigation in the first place. It just said that they were under investigation for these racist text messages. So I, it's entirely possible that there was, you know, someone had told them, hey, this person has been texting racist stuff and that that's why they looked into it. I really don't know. But now they've released some of the stuff and you heard some of it. It's about as bad. I mean, it's not, I guess I shouldn't say it's, no, it is about as bad as it gets. I don't think it gets much worse. I mean, especially there at the end. Like, just, yeah, no, just, just, just fire these people. Yeah. They should be gone. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? How often do you sit and think to yourself? Oh, not? I wanted to tell you something. You were right. I finally looked at it. What? My ticket was in Prairie Village. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. I know, and I talked about it on Twitter okay. about how I got a ticket. Ticket in Kansas City? Yeah, for expired tags. People were like, what? Right. I was right. shocked by this. I couldn't believe so it. So it was a, I guess it was a Prairie Village police officer pulled me over by your I've house. I've seen that So he must have been behind me. Yep, I've seen that many times. I, and they'll stop and it was weird, road. too. So what must have happened? Because there's a lot of people out walking around in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. and they all came by the car. Like, people were all by their bikes. Because I think they were like, I, it, now it makes sense. So I was like, why are they, why are all these people? I think they were like, why is why there is this cop here? pulling over somebody? Like, yeah. we want to make sure. Get this on tape. What's happening? <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Well, What's I think happening? then they came by me, and they were like, oh. Oh, it's a white guy. Never mind. Yeah, yeah we don't care. Uh, how often do you find yourself thinking, like, man, I, I feel like I could maybe make money being a right-wing talk person. Like, All the time. I, I could come up with that crap. I know I could. I know I could come up with that crap. I know I, I could. I was watching that Boston Bombers thing, and I was like, man, I could I could easily be one of those. And now I know I, it probably isn't as easy as I think, but in my mind, I'm like, oh, I, I could, we could spout do it. that stuff. We could like, do I think it. I know exactly one day. what to say. But I think we should this, do a podcast like that one day. Well, every Just time our right-wing podcast. We could do that. I guarantee you we could do it. Every time I see some big political movement or something happening in the news that's political – I see what the right wingers saying. I'm like, God, it's so predictable and so mm-hmm. simple, and yet these people are making so much money doing yeah. it, just saying dumb stuff. And then a couple of weeks ago, we saw Kid Rock pull out an AR and shoot a bunch of beer cans yeah. because they did a promotion with the transgender woman uh, for one of their commemorative cans. And he said, you know, Grandpa was feeling frisky today, and <laughs> pulled out a gun and started shooting cans. So then the other guy went viral for throwing all the beer cans out of his fridge. Mm-hmm. And the whole time we we talked about it, like. Now they're going to have to try and switch at least for a little while because our memory spans are short. But for a little while, they're going to have to. Some of these people are going to have to try and switch to some brand that isn't 
connected in any way right. to pro LGBT, right? And you found a brand that has a known uh, like a right leaning owner and yeah, founder. who loves Trump. But somebody else came along and said, "I'm going to make ultra right wing beer." They should call it that. That's what they called it. Nice. And it's selling quite well. Have oh. you guys seen the commercial for it? No, but I like it. You can watch the commercial on YouTube if Damn, you want. good idea. America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's ultra-right, 100% woke-free beer. There you go. Woke-free. Woke mm. Lo- conservatives love saying woke. Everything mm-hmm. is woke. This woke judge, this woke politician, right. this woke movement. And they say it. Sometimes I think, okay, that sort of works. And then other times I'm like, that's not what that means. But they just love saying it. Everything now is woke. This is woke. This is a woke right. Well, it's the opposite. So I hated it when liberals were saying it all the time. Right. Right? And then, obviously, like everything, the pendulum sw- switches. You're like, well, you shut up about it, too. Yeah. Well, this guy... It's I don't a, like any of it. It's, it. This article says it's $35 a six-pack. 35 this, bucks. Yeah. This article also says uh, calls it bigoted because they say you can own for $35 a six-pack of bigoted beer. Um, then there's another article here that says ultra-right beer is the new woke-free beer now for sale for conservative... Yeah, from conservative dad. Uh, it says it here thirty-five this bucks for a six-pack? That's what one article said. I don't actually know. Jesus. Seth Weathers, a.k.a. Conservative Dad, is at it again. This time he's promoting his new woke-free beer, Ultra Right. So, I, I mean, it, the thing calls it Ultra Right Wing Beer. But maybe it's just Ultra Right, and then people are adding the yeah. right wing. But they, they call a company, and they say the commercial is Ultra Right. The new Ultra Right commercial shows Conservative Dad walking out of a restroom stating America has been buying beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. And to stop giving your money to woke corporations that hate our values. Man. He then walks up to a Bud Light can sitting atop a baseball tee and Where's smashes it. Where's selling it? You obviously can't it. get it everywhere. Yeah, I don't know online. if you ordered online. I assume you ordered online. He ends the commercial by like a talking point. pointing to the bat, uh, looks at the camera and says, and the rest of you work corporations, stay the F away from our kids. The ad went viral with conservatives flocking to the ultra-right website to pre-order Weathers, uh, Weathers says to Newsweek that they have received thousands of orders. The ad also sparked controversy across, across Twitter, some commenting on the high price, others praising the ad for genius marketing and timing. The, well, the, the marketing, genius marketing and timing is right. The, the commercial that's is... the kind of stuff I'm like, damn, that's so easy. Right. You know, I wish I would have done it. Make the beer. I mean, they did that fast. I don't. Maybe they were already working on it. A woke free beer because he's already got it in cans and he's selling it. That kid rock thing was only a couple weeks ago. I would think it takes longer than that to get FDA approval and all that stuff. But but I, I don't know. Maybe. Well, he's no, just, he probably doesn't need to. I don't know how any of that works. Where is he from? He probably just went to a local. I think brewery. it says that he's from Georgia. Yeah, he probably just went to a local brewery and said, "Make it, make it, and, and make put my name on like it, this. and that's it." And you guys sell it. Um. And I don't know what else he makes. They talk about this guy like he's known for doing stuff like this, but I'm not familiar with him. The commercial, if you watch it, it's another ripoff, which there's been so many ripoffs of, but it's another ripoff of that Dollar Shave Club commercial from years ago, you know, where the guy's walking around and telling all the jokes. You don't remember the Dollar, the original Dollar Shave Club commercial? Oh, well, the, that got copied a lot by a lot of different companies over the years with the camera following the guy around. He's walking from place to place trying to do funny things as he goes along, and there's funny things in the way. This definitely has that feel to it, you know, as you're just following this right. guy walk around, and he's talking about, your current beer doesn't know which bathroom to use right, or whatever. Okay. So... There you go. Another another opportunity that we missed out on. No, that's a good idea. Ultra right beer. Just why thirty five dollars? I don't understand that part. Because I'm guessing they don't make a lot of it. I'm really he probably went to a place, had them bottle it for him, 
and then he's selling it. You know, he can't. I'm, he, there's no way he has access to cases and cases of it. Right. He probably has a limited amount that they bottled for him, and so he's like, you know, people pay thirty five bucks for just to have it in the fridge. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I do know that this guy worked on the Trump campaign at some point. I don't remember what his job was, but it mm-hmm. sounded like it was important. But he did work for Trump at one point, like uh, in the 2016 election, at least. So he has some sort of connection to Trump. Any sort of Clarence Thomas beer we can make? <laughs> right. I don't know. Right, what's in the news? Oh, man. What is in the news? Let's see. Um, dimes. That's not, that's not going to be news mm. for long. Oh, uh, leaked classified information. Mm. Uh, abortion. Um Beer for babies? Can we do beer for babies? Abortion's in the news. I don't know exactly yeah. how to make that work. Uh, I got the Clarence Thomas thing. You could, you know, Pete make it Davidson. a 16-pack, drink all of these, and the abortion beer. Yeah. All of these in one sitting. Yeah. I, you know, I suppose you could. Right? If this Mifepristone thing right. doesn't go the way we'd like it to. Because the DOJ, as you hear, they're, they're asking the Supreme Court to get involved with that. Because right. that, that Court of Appeals already put like some sort of stay on it to make it available, but it's not available like it was before. You can't get it through the mail anymore. I think your window of time that you're allowed to use it got shortened. Things that you know they'd worked on getting for that drug over the years, right. a lot of that's been taken away, but it's still technically available. But the Department of Justice said they want it to go to the Supreme Court. They want them to get involved, which I thought the hmm. Supreme Court— was conservative, so why would they do that? But I saw it said Department of Justice asked uh, SCOTUS to intervene in the abortion pill battle. The Justice Department taking the battle over the abortion pill all the way to the Supreme Court, asking the justices to intervene. In a statement, the Attorney General asking the High Court to defend the FDA's scientific judgment and protect Americans' access to safe and effective reproductive care. After conflicting federal rulings over whether or not to ban the drug, a federal appeals panel stepped in saying the drug can stay available for now, but imposing new restrictions. So I feel like Merrick Garland must think that there's a good chance that if the Supreme Court gets a hold of it and they just have to look at, hey, look, this was already approved by the FDA. It was approved for these uses. That's legal, right? That maybe they'll go with it, even though they're conservative? Or is I it just but his maybe only it's option? Like a, you know, yeah, it's our only option. It's the only thing we can do now. That's all that's left is right. to go to SCOTUS because that's the next well, step. Hope. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I don't know if you can figure out a way to make money on that yeah, stuff. That I think the easiest thing. thing for us to do is to just go right wing on a podcast mm. and just start, you know, selling uh, gold and uh, right. timeshares and whatever idea. else. We'll just sell all that stuff, and or to actually timeshare canceling things. Right? We'll, we'll we'll promote those companies too. Get get out of your timeshare. We'll sell all that stuff, and then we'll just talk about you know how we hate woke liberals, how wokeness is destroying this country. Yeah. And family values. And maybe throw some conspiracies in there. And Hillary. I'm just trying to say there's something there, man. There's with, even with like a woke product. seltzer. Right. Woke-free seltzer. Woke maybe free, it's like woke seltzer. Woke-free pop. I mean, yeah. all those. I don't think it's woke-free, though. Like, but mm. all those cola companies. I'm thinking. Let me kick it around. Let me kick it uh, around. Okay. Okay. The Church, the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Nothing. I'm just... Uh, Reading about beer. Someone said that that guy who made the ultra right-wing beer could get sued because, and this is just according to one thing that I saw this guy write. I don't know if he's a lawyer. He said Anheuser-Busch owns ultra for beer and that they're litigious about it. So he's got a beer that says ultra on it. He could get sued into a That's interesting because... That was one person that I saw say it. But then I did see a CNN article that said, could this guy get sued by Anheuser-Busch for this? And I was like, why? Well, they probably could. But they do... 
Like their beer is just ultra. Right, it's Michelob Ultra. So ultra is the name of it. Right. They probably own it. I mean, they 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 advertise it as Michelob Ultra, but the can is you know it's, it's called ultra. ultra. Yeah, and Michelob makes several beers. Right. So then that one. When they is make just ultra called, light. Just called ultra. So I don't know. I guess it's possible that he could get sued for I that. I just wonder if he could claim parody. Because there's right. his ultra, ultra light, and he's mm-hmm. calling his ultra right. Right. And would anyone confuse the two? That usually comes up, right? Could a right. customer confuse but the if two? If it's a parody and it's $35 a six-pack, might yeah. be tough for them. But they could sue him just to mess with them. What do they care? They got lawyers on staff. They're right. not doing anything. Right. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. I don't know. You know, It'll also be interesting to see how much this guy sells of that stuff. But Oh, I was going to – did you see that story about the the woman who went missing – and then they found her alive in her Jeep, and it was submerged. Did you mm-hmm. see that story? No. Uh, I mean, there's like this much, you know, a couple, maybe like a foot and a half of the top of the, the roof of her car okay. sticking out of the water. But she, this happened in Texas. She'd been missing for two days. Ooh. And I think some fishermen are out on the, this lake in Texas, and they see the submerged car, and they go up, and there is a woman trapped in there, and she survived. I mean, I don't know what the temperature of the water is, but how long was she in the lake? How long can you survive in a car that submerged? Sheriff's deputies say she was found alive inside a car submerged underwater. This happened at a lake about 40 miles south of Longview. The woman had been listed as a missing person. A fisherman first called investigators when he noticed a black Jeep submerged about 40 feet away from a boat ramp. The woman was taken to the hospital, but no word yet on her condition. Okay, so they, they were trying to get the, the car pulled out of the water, right? Mm-hmm. So the, I, it, the way I read it made it sound like they had started the process of getting this car towed out of the water, not thinking anyone was in it. And then that's when they realized, okay. oh my God, there's someone in the car. And then they said she'd been missing for two days. Wow. I mean, I thought that that little air pocket would go bad, you know? But also, it looked like, based on the little so corner, it looked like it was hard a regular maybe. she couldn't so. get out of it. I know. Look at that. Yeah. It, like, is the door just impossible to get open? Or is she afraid to go underwater to try and get the door open because she's afraid she'll l- lose that pocket in. of air? I, yeah, I don't know. It I, it looked like a Wrangler. But I can't imagine being there for two days and just waiting. Right, you're in the water? Because I'm I, like, there's nobody coming. Now, it's possible that she was driving around missing for a day and a half. You know what I mean? Right, we don't know and how long yeah. she was in there. But, but if she was there for two days, because I, I got to assume if she went missing... For two days, and then there, she's found in the water. She probably had an accident, went into the water, yeah. and was sitting there for a couple days or close to Ugh. it. But, I mean, that article said, or that newscast uh, said that there was no information. I heard that she is alive. They said yeah. that she's alive, and they've taken her to the hospital. So that's pretty crazy. That would be terrifying. Oh, holy crap. Remember the guy? Remember that viral video of those? Because you got to think there's nobody coming, especially if you spend two nights. Two, two nights. Well, maybe it's, you know, at least one full night. It could have been two nights. I'm not exactly sure, but they said she was missing for two days. So it could have mm. been two nights that you're sitting yeah. there, you know, just standing in water up to your neck or your chin trying to breathe. Do you remember that viral video of those scuba divers who were uh, exploring that sh- sunken ship? I think it was like Mm-mm. a Navy ship. And they come up into a pocket of air. Do you remember this one, Snow Cone? There's a guy standing there. He's oh, got his yeah, head yeah, in yeah, the, I do. And I he do. just looks at them like in shock because he's well, his been hand in, reaches out yeah, first. He's been in total darkness for however how long was he in that ship? Didn't it they was say, a while. Yeah, it was like weeks, wasn't it? Or something, or or a week. And they were not expecting to find any survivors in this thing. And of course, it's pitch black. He doesn't have any lights. The scuba right. team has lights. So he just when the light shines, his eyes are like, oh my God. And there he is. He'd just been standing there in complete darkness in this air pocket in a ship. For no, that long? No, 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 no. Did you ever think about that when you were aboard the ship? Like, what if what if this thing goes under? 
do I, you know, and I can't get off of it. And then I never thought about that. Like, pocket. I thought, like, when we were in a minefield, I thought this thing explodes. I'm going to die. Was it ever scary when there was, like, I never thought. bad weather? Like, when the boat was moving yeah, around for a lot? sure. Because, I mean, it's not like They you tied were, me up. They tied you up. So you were like, uh, I had to do the aft lookout. That means you stand in the back of the okay. ship, and we were taking 20-degree rolls. And that's so the, substantial. Well, the boat was tipping 20 degrees this way, then 20 degrees okay. this way. So you would actually, it would move, you would run. You'd have You'd to move slide. with the okay. boat. You'd okay. have to run with it. So, you know, they come out and they, you know, like mountain climber hooks. Yeah. And they put on you and tie it to the ship so that you don't fall overboard while you're back there. God. And, of course, I mean, just because I you remember were in the being Navy, scared. you were young, so it's not like you were used to being out on ships. You no. joined the Navy, and this is it. This is your first experience with it. So right. I would think that when the weather starts to get bad, you're like, is this thing Okay. And you're asking people, like, I went on a cruise, and it was mostly smooth. But there was one day for just a little while where it started moving a little bit, you know? Like, I could feel it. It's going back and forth. Right. And you kind of look around, like, just normal, just looking at the staff, and they're not thinking anything of it. So, like, I'm sure this is fine. And right. I've seen those videos of cruise well, what happens in the Navy totally- is a lot of times. So, I remember the first time, you know, we went, what they call, underway. But, I don't know, out to sea is a normal saying, I guess. Okay. Um. Like, you know, the first time they do it, there was a bunch of new guys on the boat like me. And then, you know, the cook makes, you know, really greasy cheeseburgers for everybody. and Right? Yeah. And the guys are like, ah, you're going to puke. You're not going to be able to take it. Honestly, for me, like, it never bothered my stomach. Like, I never got – it was almost like they were upset that it didn't. Right. But there was other guys who couldn't eat. They'd puke. If we went out to sea, they'd just lay in their bed and puke. Oh, but, horrible. you know, it's not like you knew that before you got That's in. So a lot of times they would take you off and then put you on base somewhere okay. if you could do that. But it just never bothered me. I never got motion sickness. So. I don't think it bothers me. I've never had motion sickness before. But And I found the story about that guy that I was talking about. It looks like it was in South Africa. Uh, it was a South African rescue diver who was probing the wreckage of an overturned tugboat off the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of uh, – or in the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of Nigeria – so this guy survived for 60 hours in his underwear and freezing cold water by breathing in the small pocket of air. And then they come up and save him. I mean, the look on his face. Here, there's a still shot. I can't shot. imagine. There's a still shot of as soon as the light pops up on his face. He's like, oh. It's 60 hours. You're just sitting there in complete darkness. That's the and you got to think no one's coming. Right. I'm sure he thought no one was coming. It's, at what point do you think, like, do I try and find a way to swim out of here? I'm sure he knows the boat, though, and he's like, I can't make it. I know how far I I'm more like, do I just, I mean, do I have the intestinal fortitude to suck in water? Right. Like, it's such a horrible way to die, right? But, I mean, what else am I going to do? Stay, stay here for a week? Right. Is a week how, as long, how long as it takes for me to die? I don't know. Right. So he said, like, can here? I just swim down as far as I can, you know what I mean? And yeah. just so that I can't get back up? But I think then you're just playing with yourself because. Your body's going to try to get back up to the top, yep. right? So you're like, oh. And instinct's going to kick in. Right. Do I tie something to my legs so I can? I mean, two, I mean, two and a half days. It's too long. And just total pitch darkness. Yeah. And you got all that time to think about, eventually, I'm going to die. I don't know when it's happening. It's freezing cold. Right, that's the other thing. I don't know when. But it's going to happen at some point. I'm, I'm either going to starve to death or freeze to death sitting here. And then for that light to pop up, and here comes a diver. Oh, my God. I mean, that'll make you believe in God if you were sitting there yeah, praying. Yeah, for sure. For sure. At least the woman in the Jeep, I assume, could see light through the back window during well, the daytime. Well, hers had to be a hell. I'm sure too. it was a hell. Absolutely. But at least she could see the light coming through. What little bit was coming through that I, back window? I don't want to do either. I don't want to think about it. Well, me neither. That's why you all need those hammers for your 
You windows. should buy me one. Yes, we're going to get everyone. Uh, what are they called? Snow cone? You had one. It's just a window hammer. I think it's just called a window yeah, hammer. Yeah, it's that breaks the window. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get one of those. I don't want to go that way. Mm-mm. Makes me not want to drive over lakes. Bridges? Yeah, just being on bridges now. I, if I'm thinking about this, uh, when I go over a bridge, I think, would I survive if the car fell into the water from here? The answer is no. Usually not. Do you think about it? No. You don't think about it every time you drive over a bridge? Never. How far is this fall? How close is Never. the water? Well, I'm being honest. Like? I, don't get, I don't think about that stuff. I mean, no. I'm thinking about it now. I think about it every but time. But I won't think about it when I drive over a bridge later. When you drive under a bridge and there's a train, do you think this thing's going to collapse on my roof? Never. And what it's going to feel like? Never. A piece of concrete is just going to come through that windshield? Never. Smash my face? That no. never happens to me. That's, I think about it you every time. You spend all time, like yeah. when you're driving, thinking about that? Absolutely. Well, if I'm going under a bridge with the train on it, for sure. Every single time. If I drive over a bridge of water, yeah, I definitely look down and think, would I survive if this thing fell? Wow. How long? What a horrible I, way to how, live your life. I know. Well, I don't know. Just in constant that. fear. Yeah. And of. every decision you make is based in fear. Yeah, exactly. Just shaping up. I mean, but I'm being honest. Like, every decision you make, mostly is based in fear. Yeah, pretty much. My God. Yep. That's about right. I would not want to be in... I mean, I'd like to be inside your body, but not that way. You don't want my brain, I guess, is what you're saying. Yeah. I I I don't think anyone would be all that interested. It can't be worth much. But I'm stuck with it, so... And I know I'm not the only one. Someone is going to message us on Twitch and say they get scared. Not, it's not even scared. A lot of people think get scared on bridges, but like you get real every th- time. I think about it. I'm not, it's not so much that I'm scared. What I about a train it. track? Every time you go over that, you think, well, if a train hit me? Yeah. Every time. Yeah. I definitely look both ways, even if it's clear. Make sure there's no trains coming. Yeah. Like, what if my car got stuck on here? And I you do that, Snow Cone, every time? I don't know if I'd say every time, but I definitely think about it. You drive under a bridge and see a train on the, on the Oh, bridge? yeah. I think that. For okay. Sure. Every time. Yeah, and I guess, drive over I guess a bridge it's with, probably over. I think it's every time I drive over a bridge. I think yeah. if I was to fall off this bridge, like yeah. when you drive over really? a river or a lake. Yeah, I think so. I think it's just a natural thought. I never think it. Well, like it never strikes me I'm, to think like if I fall off this bridge, it never strikes me. Maybe you'll start thinking about it now since we've had this. Conversation. I used to think about it when we were on that one in Seattle, the, the float, float, the floating bridge because it would move back every, and forth. Yeah, yeah. I had to take it to work every day. Well, you think like, man, I wonder if this thing tipped over, but it was only because I was unaware of how the bridge worked. Right, we hadn't seen those before. I had never seen one Just before. It was floating, and I was like, man, I didn't get scared, but I was like, this thing does it doesn't tip over? How does right? it yeah. float? Like, did you okay. guys do this to save money? I right. don't totally get it. I should understand the technology. I just trust that smart people. You know, they look yeah. into it and they say it's safe. All right, we're done. We are. Yep. Really? Yeah, it's Friday too. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, you got a lot of sports this I weekend. I do. I gotta get. Yeah, it I'm starts busy. like right now, doesn't it? Uh, Chacho's game is at eight. Okay, so it starts tonight and then mm-hmm. just goes all weekend. Well, good luck. I hope he wins. In Lee Summit, you should come watch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's this weekend. What if you're day? In. Oh, you can give me the Friday, details. Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. All right. Well, I'll get the details from you. Bring your mom. I, I'll ask my mom. Maybe she will want to come. That might yeah. be nice. I think she'll be in town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's about it. Snow cone, bring the fun, iPad. Man. We can take some pictures of the game. My camera's not so good. Your iPad takes good pictures. Videos. Yeah, good videos, too. Good sound quality. <laughs> <laughs> really good. I love that. Please bring it with you. I appreciate it. All right. Because you know that ex-girlfriend of yours found it. I don't yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. All right. Because it had the pictures and the... And you were having sex with somebody else while you were dating her. Yeah, yeah. We know. We know. Hey, man, it happens to a lot of us. It you does. You know, you were young. It does. You were a young man. You were like 35 at the time. You're still trying to figure the world out. You can't I'm not say, 35 now. Oh. Well, You're 45. However old, however okay. old you were at okay. the time, 
you know, you're not going to say no to sex. Yeah, yeah, we got it. We know. We understand. Good show, Mr. Imp16. Stay positive, kids. The Church Church of Laszlo. Sure about that? I don't know. Are you still listening? They listen to all of this? I think, yeah, you're still listening. See? I told you people listen all the way to the end. I lost a lot of people. No, no, no. They're here. And you know why they're here? Because we've got a great deal for them, Laszlo. MyTrick-9.com, promo code PROBLEMATIC. You want to get high? Do it that way. And, uh, what? I mean, how much? You, get, we, well, you want to get high, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to get high. It's feel good. It's legal. You can buy it on the internet, and it tastes good. Get the Go Pack, Mitra-9.com, promo code problematic. Yep. Just got. Why te- wouldn't you want to get high? Just got a text from a friend today. He's like, I'm running out of Go Packs. I got to get more. But he actually, found that one. happened to me. Really? A buddy of mine who never did it before. He's yeah, like, I same. just ordered the Go Packs. You got a few to get me through. That's dude. I got a text today. He Do we held have it up. any Go Packs here? We're, they're sending more right now. So we we went sure. through them. We got to start getting more of them ourselves. Mitra dash nine. It's M I T R A dash nine dot com, and then just enter the promo code problematic. You can get the go packs. You can get the seltzers. I've got a fridge full of seltzers too. I do like those. I can use a couple of those. Just go buy it. It helps us, and we yes, like please. these guys. Thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 